Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Miles Power here, back with another Miles Power podcast. I hope y'all are doing all right. I hope y'all are staying warm because let me t- let me tell y'all something. Let me let me tell y'all something. Where I'm at, it is it's ten degrees, and I'm in Georgia. No, I'm sorry, it's sixteen degrees. I'm and I mm-mm, I should not be leaving this bed or this. Mm, no, <laughs> nah, shorty, nah, I'm nah, man, nah, man, it's too cold out. <laughs> it's a little nippy out here in these Jones. You feel me? But um. Anywho, I did not say I was going to do a podcast. I said I was going to do a podcast. On Brody, I said I was going to do a podcast. Now, look, at what are we doing? Doing another podcast, just like we did last week. First, we started off with the, um... First, we started off with the, uh... Falcons and what they... Like, are they a piece away? Are they a, a coaching adjustment away? Are they players away? Or is it just uh, you need to develop? Or uh, are these players just players that you need to develop? And so we're going to continue that. Um, if you we're going to continue that streak, because if you guys remember in my last week's podcast, I did. I listed a couple of teams that are like, I, in my opinion, I feel like are pieces away. At first, like I said, last week I did the Falcons. I brought up the Bears. I brought up the Packers. I brought up the um, I brought up the Raiders. I brought up the um, well, I didn't bring up the Raiders, but I'm bringing up the Raiders now. Um. Yeah, Steelers are another team. Panthers are another team. As much as I hate the Aints, they're a piece away from being right back to where they left off. So we're going to do today. And today we're going to talk about... Um, we're going to talk about the Chicago Bears. We're going to talk about the Chicago Bears, them and Justin Fields, along with... What's his name? You got uh, Darnell Mooney. You got... Um, Brian Pringle, you got uh, David Montgomery, you have uh, they don't trade a Roquan Smith <clears throat> so they could be a couple of pieces away, they still have some good players but we're gonna break down I hope you guys got your seatbelts on go ahead and put them on, I'll give y'all a minute I'm gonna give y'all a minute so uh, let me know when y'all ready tell your mom, tell your mom that y'all going for a ride cause it's gonna be, it's gonna be, I'll, be I'll bring y'all back in about 25-30 minutes if I want to but um Looking at the Chicago Bears, they are three and eleven. They are three and eleven at the time of this recording. They play the Bills today, and let me just double check their record for y'all. Yeah, they're three and eleven. Um, Justin Fields. Justin Fields. No, look, Justin Fields is that guy. He is that guy. This it. What it all is is. It's going to come down to coaching. So last week I was talking about how the Falcons probably just need players to coach coach them. That's what the um, Bears need. They, need. they need somebody that can coach around Justin Fields. Because there's no reason that Justin Fields leads your team in rushing yards with 1,000. And the, person, the closest person after him is David Montgomery with 694. So, you know, so... And receiving yards, they got Darnell Mooney. He hasn't even eclipsed 500 yards, and we almost at the end of the season. So <clears throat> it's a, it's a, it's, it's things on every side of the ball that needs help. The defense needs help. The offense needs help. It's like their leading sack leader is Jaquan Briscoe with three. The next highest person is two and a half. So when we look at the 
Wish I could, I'm trying to find the like actual okay touchdowns. Like the actual touchdowns. David Montgomery has five rushing touchdowns. Justin Fields has eight. Khalil Herbert has four. The receiving touchdowns. Darnell Mooney has two. Cole Komet has five. David Montgomery has one. St. Brown has one. Dante Pettis has two. Uh Brian Pringle has two. Khalil Herbert has one. Nikhil Harry has one. Vellis Jones has one. Nobody else. Nobody else. Like they're like I said, their leading receiver is Darnell Mooney with five, with 493 yards. He doesn't even have 500 yards yet. He's gonna, he'll probably eclipse it today because they play the Bills. Man, he'll he'll, he'll finally eclipse 500 yards for sure. But they don't have the Bears are one of those few teams that I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. The, the only way you can lose against the Bears is if you allow yourself to lose. <clears throat> You have to allow yourself to lose against when you lose in the Bears. So the three teams that the Bears beat, which were the, uh, which were the, um, look at these gosh darn Bears and who they so so happened miraculously beat. They have beaten the. It's, it's, they, it's been a couple things they could have beat. Like they almost beat the um, Packers, but you know how Aaron Rodgers is. <laughs> um, they beat San Francisco, they beat Houston, and they beat um, they beat Houston, they beat San Francisco, and if my things could load, that'd be uh amazing. And then they beat New England, thirty-three to fourteen. So, now look, watch this. After beating San Francisco, they lost 27-10 to Green Bay. Then they won 23-20 against Houston. Went on a three-game losing streak against New York, Minnesota, and Washington. Beat the crap stop out of New England. Got curb stomped by Dallas. Lost, just lost to Miami. Just lost to Detroit. Just lost to Atlanta. Got curb stomped by New York. Got, um, well, they only lost by nine, so I ain't gonna say curb stomp, but they definitely got their head hurt. They got their hair hurt against Green Bay, had a bye week, and bear and just lost to Philadelphia. They needed a touchdown for Philadelphia. They were a field goal away from beating Atlanta or tying Atlanta, a field goal away from beating Detroit, a field goal away from winning against or taking it to overtime against Miami. They lost to Washington by five. They lost to Minnesota by a touchdown. They lost to New York by a touchdown in the two point conversion. They, you know, Green Bay is going to be Green Bay because they lost 27-10 the first time. So, it's all about, who, I don't who, as of right now, is Matt Nagy still their head coach? Because if I think it, if it is, there, yeah, no, 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 no. <clears throat> it's Matt, Matt Eberflus. Now, who is this kid? Uh-huh. Do I think he needs to be fired after this season? No, because I've always I've always stood by. You cannot judge a coach on with his first year with a team. It's his first year. A whole new team, whole new organization, whole new players. You got for you're not gonna go in there. He came from Indianapolis, Indianapolis as a uh, offensive coordinator, or a defense coordinator. I'm sorry, he was a defense coordinator in Indianapolis, and their defense is, you know, I, and. I was talking to a, a friend of mine, and in my opinion, 
I do not think a defensive, I don't think a defensive coach will be as good as an offensive coach will, if you may, if that makes sense. Like, I don't think, all right, Matt, Matt, my, my man, Matt Everfluss, he's the defensive coordinator, right? You, as a defense, you can only tell the offense, okay, this is what I see from a defensive standpoint. A defense can read an offense, but an offense is always going to be able to read a defense first. Because a defense, the only thing you're doing is you're trying to guess what the offense is going to do. And that's in, that's in basketball. That's in soccer. That's in football. It's not really in baseball. Not really in baseball. But, like, okay, basketball, you're trying to defend what these players know they're going to do. You're trying to, okay, when you're when a player is guarding LeBron, they're trying, they're trying to, they're going off what LeBron is showing them. LeBron knows what he's gonna do. Or let's say it's a play. Let's say a play is designed. Their play, they're gonna run their play regardless. You're trying, like, you don't know what their play is. You just know you have to stop whatever they're doing. Your man's moving to the corner. All right, follow your man to the corner. Your man's at the top of the key. Come with your man to the top of the key. You catch a man screening. You catch a man trying to set a screen. Uh, you come off that screen or do a switch. Whatever you got to do, right? And it's just like that in football. Like a cornerback. You don't know what route he's going to run. But at the end of the day, that receiver's going to run his route. That receiver's going to run his route regardless. Right? That receiver's going to run his route regardless. I don't care what nobody say. That receiver's going to run his route Unless, you know... Sometimes they go off script a little bit. They're like, yeah, coach, I don't know if I agree with this play. Let me do this right here. Yada, 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 right? I'll run my play. You're guessing what I'm going to do. Like, look at all these ankle breakers in the NFL when, with route runners. Some of the most best route runners, Justin Jefferson, Stephon Diggs. Look at um, uh, Travis Kelsey as a tight ends one. George Kittle. Look at, um, what's his name? Olamide. Now, look, I'm not even trying to say this because I'm a Falcons fan. Look at Olamide Zacchaeus and the way he runs routes. He runs routes so amazingly, but he just, he doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes when we had Marcus Mariota, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But Matt Eberflus, you're trying, your best thing, the fact that your leading sack leader has three sacks, and I can name three, I can name like two or three players who's had three sacks in a game, Nick Bosa. Looking Miles Garrett, and um, I said two. I'm not gonna try to. I'm not gonna try to do more. They have had three sacks in one game. Your top sack leader has three for the season. Now, Matt, I'm not saying they need to fire you, but you need to bring in somebody that can that can lead an offense. Cause who 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 is you guys' as offensive coordinator? Let me. See. Let me see. Who's who's you guys' offensive coordinator? You guys' offensive coordinator is uh goodness gracious. We need to get some better equipment, y'all. Bill 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 Lazor. Laser. Oh, I'm sorry. No, Luke. <clears throat> um. Ma, 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 ma. 
He is also the former offensive coordinator for the Dolphins, Cincinnati Bengals, and Bears. Okay. Yeah. Luke Getze. He's the Bears coordinator for the offense. Allen Williams is their defensive coordinator, and Richard Hightower is their special teams coordinator. Luke, let me ask you something. You have Justin Fields as your quarterback, right? You need uh, – um, I was talking to my dad. I was talking to my dad, and he said certain players you can't – you're not going to be able to coach certain players. You have to coach how they play. If you get what I'm saying, if that makes sense. Justin Fields, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, uh, Kyler Murray, kind of, sort of. Um, uh, trying to think of another quarterback off the top of my head. Who you have, you have to, because their skill level, oh, Jalen Hurts. That's why Jalen Hurts is so good. Jalen Hurts last year, was that Nick Sirianni's first year too? But anywho, last year, Oh my gosh, who was that? Who was who's the? I need to because it's gonna. There, the Eagles had a coach last year. It might have been Nick Sirianni, or this is this his new year, or is this his second year? It might be, and I'm I'm really want to be sure before I give you guys false information. But um, God, man, it's cold out here, y'all. It's, it's it's a little nippy, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, it's 16 degrees. That wind making it feel like it's negative 18,000 degrees out here. So you know, um, Nick Sirianni was named the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles January 24th, 2021. Um, so okay, so Nick Sirianni's last year was that was Nick Sirianni was the head coach last year and. Okay, okay, yeah. Cause they fired Doug Peterson the year before. But last year they went to the they went to the playoffs, lost to Tampa Bay. They gave Nick Sierra another chance. So yeah. Anywho. So that's that's why I'm not super super heavy on firing their head coach right now. Because like I said, you're one year. That's this is his first year as your coach. He's good. He has new players, new staff, new all that. He came from Indianapolis as their, as their defensive coordinator, right? You feel me? So, and then look at Dan Campbell. They gave Dan Campbell another year, and now the Lions are sitting at above, not above 100. They're sitting at 500 or seven and seven. Have a chance to sneak into the playoffs, and I don't know how long. Jared Goff is playing well. Their defense is oh my, oh my mother, mother gosh. See that's a see that look, and I want to say it's going to happen with the Bears because look look at the look, when you look at the Lions, yes they started off rocky they they picked it up their defense is playing well. They- appreciate that uh, sponsor Miles you you doing a real, you a real one hey appreciate you my sponsor hey Spon- hey anchor thank you for sponsoring this video to anybody that wants to you know support a podcast there will be a link right there. You know, so I thank you guys so much for tuning in. Spon- Anchor, thank you again for sponsoring this podcast. Now, back to what I was saying about Dan Campbell. That's why you don't, in my opinion, you do not give up on a head coach too early. One year does not define a coach's career. One year does not define a coach's career. Dan Campbell have made it up in this year. Nick Sirianni made it up in his second year. They're, what, well, they've only lost one game. They shouldn't even have lost that. 
But anywho, that's besides the point. Um, look at an um, what's it called? Like I said, you got Nick Sirianni, you got Dan Campbell, you have um, then in um, oh man, when Andy Reid got the no, 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 I'm sure I'm thinking of somebody else, I'm thinking of somebody, else. but y'all get the point. You do not give up on a head coach too early because of things like this. In my opinion, a head coach stints to last three seasons. You always make a coach last three seasons before. That's when you can be like, all right, either he's a coach for us or right, we need to move on. Because look at the Falcons. Let's take the Falcons, for example. 26, 2015, started off 5-0, and ended up 8-8. and Lost the last three of our eight games, right? But we lost, we won three out of our last eight games, right? 2016, Falcons go to the playoffs, go to the Super Bowl. Year after that, we still go to the playoffs. We lost in the divisional round, lost to the Eagles. That's the season the Eagles went to the Super Bowl. Was it? Was that? Because 2016, 2017, was that the year? I want, is it? 2016, Falcons lost to the Super Bowl. 2017, we went to the playoffs, lost to the Eagles. And then 2018, we went to the playoffs and we haven't, we didn't do nothing. Or we just missed out on the playoffs, 2018. We just missed out on the playoffs. And that's when, you know, Julio was gone, um, things like that. In 2019, we didn't do anything. That's when we drafted A.J. Terrell in the 2019 draft. Was that the virtual draft? I think that was the virtual draft. No, 2020 was the virtual draft. So the 20, anywho, so 2020, 20, after, after we lost, after 2018, we fired um, Dan Quinn. 8-8, eight and eight, Super Bowl, playoffs, missed playoffs, he's gone, he's canned. Look at Arthur Smith, like I said last podcast. Arthur Smith took over last year. He had Matt Ryan. He really didn't want Matt Ryan. He wanted his new, he wanted a whole new team. It was his team. He wanted a whole new team, right? Finished the season. What did we finish the season last year? Like 79, something like that. Could have went to the playoffs. Uh this year. We're sitting at five and nine. Still have a chance to go to the playoffs for some reason. Um. um What was I trying to say? Yes, that's what I was trying to say. Five and nine says you still have a. I don't know, but that's some way. Some the fact that we still have a. The fact that they still have a um a way to get into the playoffs in here is, is crazy. But anyway, back back to my original statement. I love talking about sports, y'all. Matt Bears fans, give them another year tops. Give them one more year tops. Let them get some weapons in. Let them get some receivers in. Let them get some maybe and maybe. Oh, nothing's wrong with David Montgomery, but if you can get better, go get better. That's what I'm going to say. Matt, you know, you need some defense stuff that you need to upgrade. You know, it's some um, free agents out there that's probably going to be out there. And now, if you want to have a young team, that's cool, but you got to have a veteran. Like, there's players out there that you can go get. Like, that's a good veteran type of um, um, players. Like, Rashawn Evans is doing a great job in Atlanta mentoring these young linebackers. Mikael Walker mentoring um, Troy Anderson. Mentoring the, the defensive line, too, in that point. Um, look at uh, DeMario Davis. He's in, in New Orleans. He's mentoring their young group. Just the um, defense as a whole. Uh, I want to say Devondre Campbell, this is his last year in Green Bay. Matt Eberflus. Look, that a man of bad. He can help. And then he'll lead the team in tackles. 
He'll lead the team in um, pass breaks up. I don't know. Things like that. Simple things like that. You need to get a game record. You trade a Roquan Smith, so that's that's all that's proving is luck. Yo, you're 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 embracing the rebuild. Justin Fields is your guy, but you're gonna have to get an offensive coordinator in there, whore, it, it, whore, who can coach what Justin Fields has. Justin Fields has a talent that you cannot keep boxed in. <clears throat> if if Jay, if Mike if if Justin Fields gets the proper gets proper coaching with weapons. He will him and Justin Fields, him just Fields, him and Jalen Hurts, and Lamar Jackson, they're gonna be. You can I I will put next year if Justin Fields gets the right coaching and gets some weapons, I will put Justin Fields in a top ten, top seven quarterback um debate. As soon as he gets weapons, if he can get now Darnell Mooney, um, Brian Pringle, Cole Komet, uh, McQuarrius St. Brown, the other St. Brown brother, and somebody else. They're not bad, but if you can have better, go and get better. It's good receivers are coming out of this year's in this year's draft. Look at Ohio State; they always producing some good wide receivers. It's some good free agency. It's some good free agent wide receivers here and and coming up. Like it's um we're gonna look at the um NFL uh, free agency class this year. If my computer wanna load now um any day now computer. Any day now. All right. <laughs> That's cool. So, my computer don't want to load, so hopefully I'm going to see if I can do it on my phone. But um, look at the uh, NFL, NFL for agents, right? Upcoming. Like, you have players like... um. Uh, we got players like wide receiver wise. Mm, wide receiver updated, right? You got Nelson Aguilar, Sterling Shepard, DJ Chark, Randall Carr, Marvin Jones, Julio Jones, Alan Lazard, Juju Smith Schuster, Jarvis Landry, AJ Green, um, Jamison Crowder, Sammy Watkins, Marquise Goodwin, Paris Campbell. Uh, anybody else? Oh, Philip Dorsett's right there. Um, T. Y. Hilton. These are these are good. These are good. They're better than what you have. I'd rather have. I'd rather have Nelson Aguilar right now. Sterling Shepard's a young guy, and he's playing with Daniel Jones. Get him, Justin Fields. Come on, be real. Um, Randall Cobb, I mean, he's a good veteran option if you got some young players. Julio Jones, a good veteran option. <clears throat> um, Marquise Goodwin, he's playing in, in Seattle. They're really a run-heavy offense. Bring him there. Jamison Crowder in Buffalo. He's not getting no shine because he's behind so many people. But Jamison Crowder, Jamison Crowder, Jamison Crowder can ball. Jamison Crowder can ball. Now, Jamison Crowder has been in the league for about eight years. He's almost 30. But he's behind Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis. He's behind um, Dawson Knox. And James Crowder this year, he has, like, that's the, is, has he been injured? I think he's been injured some of this season, too. I think he's been injured this season. I think he has. But anywho, now, 
I just listed a couple of wide receivers. Nelson Aguilar. I'm really, I'm really, I'm really trying to get. I'm really big on the Sterling Shepard to, to Chicago train. Because Daniel Jones, nah, Daniel Jones, that's that's besides the point. I'll talk about them next week. Daniel Jones is the problem, is, is the problem with the New York Giants. Um, anywho, now Chicago. Y'all know what y'all have to do. Y'all need to get an offensive-minded player or a coach. Now, Eric Bielemy is not going to leave Kansas City to be another offensive coordinator, especially not behind Matt Eberfluss, right? So in my opinion, what needs to happen is, Matt, you need to go out there and I'm trying to think of a good team off the top of my head who's good at offense. Um, uh, um, uh, look at, um, okay, let's take, um, 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 let's go to the Eagles. <laughs> Get their quarterbacks coach. Get their wide receivers coach. Or, or look at Kansas City, get their wide receivers coach. Somebody that you feel like, because I don't think you're the right person to be leading an offense. Or neither is Luke Getze. So that's 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 my thing. Luke Getze. Not gonna not gonna do it. I don't know. And like I said, it's y'all look maybe like the fact that Justin Herbert, I mean Justin Herbert Miles really, Justin Fields has 15 touchdowns with the offense that he has is banana sauce, right? So so, I mean, that's 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 all I have to say about it. Y'all just need to get. I feel like I honestly feel like they're weapons away because look at look at Detroit. They were weapons away. Look at this year's draft. Like I said, they started off rough, but they finally brought they brought in Aiden, um, Aiden Hutchinson. They brought in Jamison Williams, Amaron St. Brown in his second year. He's developing. You got um 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 they traded away T.J. Hawkinson, but you know look at his name Jamal Williams. He's like leading the league in touchdowns or something collectively, right? Um. What's his name? Um, 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 Jared Goff is still doing good things. He's finally showing us the Jared Goff that we used to know in uh, um, with the Rams. Look on, like I said, the defense side of the ball. They have this guy named uh, James Houston. He's an HBCU player. He, went, he came from Jackson State. He was up for defensive rookie of the week. Had like He has like three sacks now, and he just started playing like a week or two ago. Three sacks already. He has more sacks in like a couple of games than some of the players on the Bears do when they've been playing all season. So they're play y'all feel I just feel like the Bears are players array. Or like cause get I promise if you get Justin Fields weapons, I like when when I looked at it, when, and y'all girls were here when you guys were here with it, they were a field goal away, a touchdown away. Or so and the their team, they're not being blown out by by a lot, a lot of those games. A lot of the games were pretty close. So I feel like it just needs to be another another year with the team. Now they may not go to the playoffs next year, but they'll well have they'll have way more than three wins, way more three more way more than three wins next year. So that's my take. I'm sticking to it. Let me drop y'all back off at y'all mama crib. Go ahead and take y'all um, seatbelts off, guys. I appreciate you guys so much for tuning in. Next week we're probably gonna do the um probably gonna do the Steelers. Either the Steelers or what's wrong with the Colts? What's wrong with the Colts, y'all? Matt Ryan, what's going on, man? You know I defend you. Come on, man. But, um, yeah, guys, that's it. I love you guys so much. Thank you guys for tuning in. Anchor Gang, thank you for sponsoring this podcast. Share it, man. You know what I'm saying? Share this with your mama, your auntie, your uncle, your granddaddy, your grandmamas, papas, uncles, grandmas, pastors, dogs, walker, aunties, children's um, police reports, aunties, bosses, aunties, cousins, reven- nephews, aunties, revens, moms, uncles, brothers, bobs, dads, uncles, aunties, brothers, cousins. Share it with her. So, you know what I'm saying? You guys, I appreciate you guys so much. I love you all. Take your seatbelt off and get out my car. I hope you had a guy. I hope you guys had a great time. I'll see you guys next week.
Ah!